أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين And welcome to the Scale of Wisdom podcast brought to you by the Bateau Foundation. Continuing with our topic on love, the next subsection speaks about the signs of God's love towards his servant. It starts with a very important Quranic ayah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Say, if you love Allah, then follow me. Allah will love you and forgive you your sins. And Allah is all-forgiving, all-merciful. This verse is one of the most important verses when it comes to the journey towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As it explains how to go from being a lover of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to being loved by Him. And that the basis of all of that is love. And so every spiritual station is underpinned by the love between the lover and the beloved. And there is a lot to say about the different aspects of this verse, but this indication is enough for now. Imam Ali salam is reported to have said, When Allah loves a servant, He inspires him with good acts of devotion. So this is one of the signs of God's love for somebody, and that is that He inspires them with beautiful devotion. The word that has been translated as good acts of devotion is husnul ibadah, which means beautiful worship or beautiful acts of devotion. Imam al-Sadiq is reported to have said, Whoever would like to know that Allah loves him must work in the obedience of Allah and follow us. Has he not heard the speech of Allah, mighty and exalted to his Prophet Say, if you love Allah. So in this hadith, Imam al-Sadiq is explaining the verse that we quoted at the beginning of this subsection and explaining that following the Prophet is working in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and following the Ahlul Bayt. Because it is the Ahlul Bayt who are the keepers of the true prophetic sunnah and the true prophetic way. Not only in theology and jurisprudence and mannerisms, but also in wayfaring and truly seeking that proximity with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in order to become his beloved. The next subsection speaks about the status of man's position with Allah. Imam Sadiq is reported to have said, Whoever wants to know the status of his position with Allah must first find out what status of position Allah holds with him. For Allah places the servant in the same position whereat the servant places Allah with respect to himself. So as we can see from this hadith, if you want to know what your relationship is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the way to know that is to ask yourself, where does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stand with you? If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most beloved in your life, then understand too that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love for you is great. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in your life at certain periods, death, birth, sickness, economic difficulty, and not during other times in your life, then know that that is also the position that you occupy with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The way to know your position in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to know what position Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala holds with you. The next subsection speaks about the sign of man's love for Allah. The Holy Prophet wasallam is reported to have said, The sign of man's love of Allah is the love of the remembrance of Allah. And the sign of a man's hatred towards Allah is his hatred towards the remembrance of Allah, mighty, the exalted. So this is another indication and another sign of how a person knows whether they love Allah or not. If they love to hear about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, love to hear his mention and his remembrance, then that is a sign of his love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if every time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioned, they feel like they want to run away, and they are displeased by that remembrance, then that shows that they don't love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And this is again something very natural with all the things we love. When we love something, we like to hear about it, we like to talk about it. We find commonality with people who also love the same things we do. And conversely, if we hate something, then we dislike talking about it and hearing about it, being around the people that love something that we dislike. We don't like to be around the people that love something that we dislike so vehemently. And the same is the case with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam Sadiq alayhi salam is reported to have said regarding what Allah Most High revealed to Moses alayhi salam. He lies who claims that he loves me. Yet when the night covers him up, he sleeps away from me. Is it not that every lover loves to be alone with his beloved? So again, this is another one of the beautiful signs of man's love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is that they love that alone time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why do they love that alone time? Because that is the time where they feel that they can really connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All their other concerns are on one side. It is quiet. It is dark. And the conditions are such that a human is able to get down to their true self and is able to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so somebody that claims that they love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yet misses out on this opportunity to be with him is only fooling themselves. The next subsection speaks about the highest position. The Holy Prophet ﷺ is reported to have said, Allah mighty and exalted says, My servant endears himself to me with nothing more beloved to me than what I have made obligatory upon him. And he endears himself to me through performance of the supererogatory prayers until I love him. Once I love him, I become his hearing with which he hears, I become his hearing with which he hears, his sight with which he sees, his tongue with which he speaks, his hand with which he acts, and his foot with which he walks. When he calls me, I answer him, and when he asks me, I grant him. So this is the continuation of one of the ahadith that we spoke about previously, and it is again linked to the verse that was quoted at the beginning of this episode, because it speaks about how a servant becomes beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is that, that they use the path that has been laid down by Rasulullah by first performing the obligatory acts. And then after they have passed the stage of performing the obligatory acts, they move on to the supererogatory acts or the recommended acts. And as they do that, as they follow the path of Rasulullah because acts here are not just actions such as giving charity or praying or fasting. There are other actions in Islam as well like seeking knowledge, like developing one's personality, like striving in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with all different kinds of efforts. Sometimes being silent in the correct situation can be a recommended act. So a person moves towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through all of these ways that have been discussed, that have been taught to us by the Holy Prophet sallallahu and his household until they reach a position where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves them with that special love. And at that time, they reach, they reach the station of annihilation. And the station of annihilation is not when a person annihilates their individuality, but it is when a person annihilates their ego. And when they annihilate their own ego and their own ignorance, then it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that acts through them. And this is one of the highest positions expressed in our scriptural literature, although there are also positions above this position too. The next subsection speaks about the incongruity of the love of Allah combined with the love of the world. And again, this is something that we've discussed, that a person cannot love two opposite things. And here the love of the world is the destructive love of the world, that which pulls a person away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
So obviously there's a tension between the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that which pulls away somebody from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Holy Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam is reported to have said, The love for Allah and the love for the world cannot ever coexist in one heart. And Imam al-Sadiq alayhi salam is reported to have said, By Allah, he who loves this world and befriends other than us does not love Allah. And this is very important here. And the befriending of Ahlul Bayt is very important because they are those that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves as has been conveyed to us in the scriptural literature. And so to befriend other than them conflicts with the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The next subsection speaks about enjoining the love of Allah. The Holy Prophet wasallam is reported to have said, Allah, mighty and exalted, said to Prophet David salam, Love me and encourage my creatures to love me. He said, My Lord, I do love you, but how can I encourage your creatures to love you? Allah said, Remind them of my blessings and kindness, for if you remind them of that, they will love me. So in this hadith, the way to increase our love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to increase the love of the people around us for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been expressed. Which is that if a person is to sit and to remember the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his kindness towards them, then that will induce a natural love towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And additionally, if we also remind the people around us about the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon them, then that will also increase them in the love of Allah. And of course what is underlying that is that a person does see the blessings in their life coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that of course is linked to faith and understanding. Inshallah in the next episode we will continue the topic of love.